This is the Grey Room. Hi, my name is Alma, and today on this episode of the podcast, we will be talking about the big S-E-X. Yes, sex. Inasmuch as members of the clergy advise us not to have sex as well as members of the public, we still do as young people, and what better way to do it than to do it safe. On this episode, I have Dr. Anikeme Akpanabong. The conversation just got interesting. Sex in this context is actually the, what do you say, the process of putting the, the male, putting the genitalia in the female genital organs, yeah, intercourse. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, alright, that, that's pretty interesting. I mean, for a doctor, I mean, I didn't expect less, anyways. Alright. So, <laughs> uh, so we understand that a lot of things that get associated with sex, yeah. uh, the benefits, of course, are there any health benefits to sex? Oh, of course, there are so many. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's hear some. Yeah, you know, we look at... So there is this myth they say that the more you have sex, the longer, the younger you, you look. So what is that a thing? They say that it's actually not a lie because it relieves stress. As a matter of fact, you know how it eats when you exercise. Aside the whole weight loss benefits, yeah, there is that other part of um, just, just, just feeling. So it's a little bit of exercise. Uh, I'm not calling it that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling it that. Okay, so, um, so there are lots of things that are associated with sex. Oh, yeah. People have a lot of fetishes. Mm-hmm. So, um, so this is just me just going right in, like, just for one thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, so a lot of people do a lot of fetishes. There's a pit licking, there's an armpit licking, there's a licking <laughs> of the anus. There's a whole lot of, all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. whenever that happens, I can't help but imagine all the germs and germ were uh, yeah, yeah, ingesting yeah. to our body. So mm. uh, let's go to the first one, oral sex. Yes, yeah. A lot of people tend to indulge in it. Yeah. Is it safe though for someone to involve in? Uh, I can't say it's not safe. It's generally safe. Yeah. It becomes unsafe when the other person is exposed to uh, microbes, exposed to infections and so on. Like there is this disease, human papilloma virus. Yeah, that it doesn't. You don't need intercourse to contact this. Like even the oral sex, even kissing and so on, contact with someone who has that that direct contact is what causes it. So that's when when it's harmful. But generally, it's safe. It's just these instances when the person, one person is exposed to something. Yeah, that's when. It's so safe. generally, it's safe. So how do you know if this person is exposed to something? And maybe this meeting, so I just want to have. One crazy yeah. night, and before I get back to seeing life, like yeah. so how do you know this person is? It, it's hard to know if anyone is exposed to anything by just looking at the person. Of course, if it's someone you're cool with, you know, even if you guys want to do tests, whether it's pap spear, whether it's a swap test, whatever it is, you know your status, then you know how to play your game. Yeah, but if you're just taking a chance, you know, and you just close your eyes and say a prayer. <laughs> you know? Okay, alright, so. Uh, okay, other fetishes, uh, mm-hmm. there is anal sex, which is becoming quite popular yeah. among young people. Yeah. 
So how safe is it to indulge in anal sex? Being that mm-hmm. for me, I feel like the anus is just where stuff come out. Nothing is really uh-huh. supposed to go in there. <laughs> so when things start going in, I feel like yeah. that's like wrong. Then oh, because yeah. all like not to mention the germs and germs mm-hmm. and all of that. So how safe is it to indulge right. in anal sex? So let me tell you this here: if you're engaging in anal, first of all, it's neither here nor there. But check this out: if you never have anal sex and vaginal sex at the same time without proper cleaning of the penis. You know, the anus is where, as you said, dogs come out and stuff like that. So there's a lot of microbes and bacteria there. So getting that and putting in the vagina, of course that can lead to uh, inflammation of the cervix and some very vital organs there in the, in the reproductive organ of the woman. So you can't combine both, you choose one. Now, at the same time, you see how the vagina is doing sex here, there is it's lubricated and so on, it's kind of, you have that, yeah, lubrication. But the anus is not like that, no matter how honey you want to get, yeah, you need, you need like a lube or something, it doesn't lubricate itself, you understand? So poor lubrication causes like fissures and tears, okay. wounds. Ooh, that's one of the worst. Places to have a wound <laughs> from sex, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even tell me. Okay, so people that um, is there any disease that can be caused? Because there's some random stories on social media. Some yeah. people said they engage in anal sex, not that mm. either they're bleeding yeah. or uh, some liquids are coming out yeah. and all of that. So, is there any kind of infection that can be caused from anal sex? Yeah, yeah, just as I said, yeah. You know the the anus, yeah. The anus is just part of the colon, part of the intestine, the large intestine. So it can be inflammation of that colon there. It could be colitis, you understand? It could be anal fissures I talked about. There could be hemorrhoids. <laughs> you know, hemorrhoids they could and these diseases cause another problem, you know. You have one hemorrhoid before you know you have constipation. You have like multiple problems because of these anal tears or okay. damage of the anal muscle even. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wow. Okay, so um in order not to get, is there a safe way to have anal sex and not have any of these, or is it that you do just prepare and get ready? This is, you know, on the way. Is yeah. there a safe way? Actually, me, I would, I would say if you can do without it, do without it. Okay. And if you do it, then not you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you do it, I think you should be well lubricated because the anus is not an organ that lubricates itself. Yeah, you should be well lubricated and slow. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> speaking of the cervix, I heard you say, yeah, cervix, and it brought something to my mind. So, there's this phrase, guys are like, oh, I'm going to shift your womb. Is it possible for the womb to be shifted? I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things to strike a guy's ego. Uh, like, word, I hit a womb, man. You know, one of those shit. So, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not like, so it's not possible for the womb to be shifted? Uh, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Um, so what's the deepest uh, penis can go in the vagina? Let me tell you something. Only thing about the vagina. The vagina can handle any length. Vagina is a muscle that just adapts. Really? Like, people feel pain when they start. They get a finger. It's painful. They get something. get a small head and so on. You understand? It's a muscle that stretches. So when people feel like, nah, you can't take this, anybody can take anything. Really? Yeah, anything natural. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Hey, what do you yeah. mean by anything natural? I'm talking about the penis is natural. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm not uh, saying you should get, get a steel pipe <laughs> and put it in to get to the uh, end. Yeah. Okay, so for those that use uh, sex toys, how safe um, is that? The dildos, vibrators? Well, first of all, I can't, I can't run away from infection and bacteria. Mm. If you're having that to please yourself, by all means, do your thing, boo-boo. But then, uh, it must be clean, it must be sterile, you know, you have to protect your organs really well. Yeah, 
then um, yeah, it's you, you can help yourself with it. But check this out. This is when it becomes a problem. Yeah, it becomes a problem when, of course, addiction, addiction. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know the right time to to deal with that. You just take it everywhere you go. You know, in the library. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Speaking of addictions, yeah, is. Uh, aside addiction, is there any other downside of masturbation, maybe health-wise? Uh, well, from from research, yeah, from what most men say, even just having sex, yeah, the energy, the the, the amount of juice lost in a single ejaculation is like it's like running a long distance race. Oh, wow. That's how much it is. Yeah. So let me see how you stay strong. With, Six times, masturbating six times every morning. Like, Come on, how do you want to go? Anyway, yeah. So that's the part of it. The energy levels are not the same. You understand? And um, actually, one hand is gonna get more off. Okay, so yeah. going back to the fetishes and stuff. So yeah. uh, there is the feet licking. I, I think I did the research on this, and I'm seeing a whole lot of stuff, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> we actually do this thing. Yeah. So there is feet licking. Apparently, yeah. is that safe? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, one person, the lady has to wash her feet. Okay. I don't know who needs to feet. You need to wash those feet. Okay, so wait, so if someone wants to have sex, yeah. in your medical opinion, what are the things the person needs to do to ensure that, okay, I'm clean, at least personally I'm clean, you yeah. know, and this person is clean. So what are those safety precautions so you don't get to ingest some germs while you're... Uh, first thing I'll say, I know it's something a lot of us don't do, that's knowing the status of the other person. Yeah, you know, that gives you confidence to to flow as, as much as you want to. Yeah, so, you know, that's one thing. Number two, when you say, I think you can do anything you want to do. It shouldn't just be at the expense of the other person, even if you, you have sex with feet. You understand? <laughs> that's no problem, of course. It's a, a lot of guys, if they have those fetishes, then that's cool. You know, that's not rape case. You can go to jail, <laughs> go to court. But then this is the problem here. When it becomes a burden to your partner, when it becomes a burden and... You start forcing it. You start uh, getting having weird, weird uh, actions and responses when the other person is not down for it. Mm-hmm. Actually, it becomes creepy. You know, so that's the creepy part. That's when I would say you should talk. Anybody can have a fet- uh, particular fetish. You understand? But then tone it down. Don't, mm-hmm. don't be crazy about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Speaking of fetishes and uh, going as long as they want to, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna have to talk about aphrodisiacs. Uh-huh. Yes, a lot of people use some stuff, a lot of people do a lot of combinations mm-hmm. and all of that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not really going to mention because some of them are like illegal. Yeah. Is it safe to use aphrodisiacs? Well, you know, there's nothing with aphrodisiacs, yeah. It said it say that the most popular or the best aphrodisiac is this red ginseng. I know it's like, how should I put it? That's, that's a herbal thing, of course. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, we have different names for, for it in Africa and so sort on. Of but then again, these are the problems here. You take those things. Now, let me, let me look at it from the man, from the angle of the man here. For erection to occur, that's like blood flowing into the penis here. So now you take one of these aphrodisiacs, blood gets into your penis. Now it's hard. You do what you want to do. You take it, and it can't be penis can't come down. And that's so funny because it's it, it, it can cause her problems. You know, the amount of blood that you have needs to push into your penis for it to stay that hard and then causes pain to the penis, the penile region and so on and you realize that you end up having more complications than the pleasure you know so that's the side that's one side of it number two another problem with aphrodisiac and our big problem is the body is crazy the body knows how to adapt 
So once the body realizes how good it functions with aphrodisiacs, yeah, the body can't jack up its hormone anymore. So now you're left wanting. Without the aphrodisiac, you, you, you wouldn't realize that your hormone, you are 30 years old, but your hormone is the hormone of a 67-year-old man mm. because your hormone has gone on strike. The body is now depending on the aphrodisiacs. So they help, but it's not safe in that aspect. If you do it once in a while, let's say you're having a bad day and Bobby can't stand up, you know, you want to take something to like help your little boy, that's fine. You understand? But if it's a habit and you go like, I can't do without this, that's a problem, you know. But then the other people that are known and diagnosed for low testosterone levels and the ones who jack up their testosterone by these things, of course. We can do what we want, but I prefer if you know that about yourself, you do it under the prescription of a doctor. Mm. Okay, so there's this thing called blue balls. What exactly are they? <laughs> yeah, because I've been hearing a whole lot and I'm hearing a whole lot of explanation that I really want to know what they are. Oh, I don't know if it has another meaning, but this is what I know. Blue balls is, for example, I go I go with the expectation to get sex and the girl it turns me down. When she turns me down, my balls become blue, but like, they're not hot. You know? oh, well, like, they turn blue or... Nah, they don't really turn blue, but it's a... Well, uh, maybe on the microscope they do, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like... So you've never experienced it? Uh, sorry? I've <laughs> 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 all experienced it one time or the other. Okay, so say someone takes an aphrodisiac and is expecting some action, you know, yeah. maybe the girl... Is a no show. Yeah. How does a person get the dick to go back to normal? Oh, he has to deal with exactly. You have to deal with it. Oh, wow. Because so there's no way for they're <laughs> gonna take the. For this thing is without an aphrodisiac, your penis does what it wants to do. Shake, it shakes. Move, it moves. But when there's an aphrodisiac in it, no, you're not in control. It ignores you every time. So if you've not done what you came to do, oh yeah, done doing what you came to do. It's up to it. It does what it wants to do because you put something else to be in charge of it. <laughs> so yeah, the aphrodisiac keeps it up and hopes for the second time. Mm. Okay, so uh, still speaking of uh, being clean, there are yeah. a lot of things that are revolving around now mm. on social media. Mm. There are some pearls they used to do. I'm talking about the, from, for the females now. Yeah. You know, so you insert into the vagina, yeah. it cleans, brings out some white stuff, and lot of people are actually using these stuff is it safe though to use all these things just pick up front of this and just insert and then all in the guys like it's gonna clean you up and you know, make that place tight well if it does and it seems safe for if it's safe for nine out of ten people then that's fine you know i'm not so i don't know i've not been so enlightened about this particular one but then i think i think it's not bad yeah so if it works it works that's the most important thing if it doesn't mm. function or you look at the statistics. For ladies, you know, there are the natural ones that mm-hmm. are now out. There are the Gontula whatever and all of that. I don't really know much because yeah, I'm like... I see. Yeah, so <laughs> all those, you know, they claim to be natural and natural. So all these things that are natural, does that mean it doesn't have any adverse effects or side effects? You, you know, that's the, that's the benefit of medicine over herbs. If you realize a lot of medication some drugs they're gotten from herbs you understand but here's the problem when you see a tablet you know refined by a pharmaceutical company it's in a, it has a dosage so they go like uh take one twice daily or whatever so that means it has its half-life so here's the problem with the herbs especially when you don't get it from uh, uh either a herbal doctor or a medical doctor or whatever you can be underdosed which is not bad now you can be overdosed yeah, mm-hmm. so that's, that's a problem now. 
Mm. You understand? Yeah, so that's an adverse effect. Getting overdose. Okay. So talking about yeah. staying safe during sex, a lot of people mm. tend to use condoms. But then the condom breaks or it tears. Mm. What really causes that? Uh, you, you know, the problem with us here in West Africa is that a lot of our schools don't really educate us on the proper usage of a condom. Okay. People just wear a condom like it's a sock. Is there a ritual to it? Well, actually, this is what's up. So, yeah, this is a podcast, so there's no visual mm. representation. There should be a space. It's always meant to be a space at the tip. Already? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it shouldn't come in like a sock. Actually, you should keep that little space. Because uh, it's best like that because, you know, when there is an ejaculation, you understand, it comes out with force. You understand? So it stretches, condom stretch, but you should know that they break as well. So that space kind of permits that uh, expulsion to accommodate that expulsion, you understand? But when everything is tight, there's a huge tendency of breaking. It's just like uh, using a little steel pipe to get water from the tap. You understand? It's, it's going to break. But if we use a steel pipe and sufficient uh, surface area, you understand? So it's just that that's one thing it breaks and sometimes fake condoms. So, what other ways can someone stay safe? While having sex. While having sex. Yes, because in as much as we try to avoid it, people are still having sex. So. Yeah. <laughs> so there is this thing that say of female condoms, but I haven't seen any. I know there are female condoms. <laughs> so you've not seen any. Yeah, it's How funny. is that possible? Yeah, I haven't seen any. Or maybe okay, did I use the word seed? Okay, I've not understood <laughs> of any. Yeah. So okay. the thing is, the way, the way the way this thing is happening is the contact. Contact is contact, you know. They can't do anything except you're saying you wanna treat yourself immediately afterwards. Like, let's say you're avoiding avoiding HIV, you know. You have a skin-to-skin contact. Before you know, you treat yourself with post-exposure prophylaxis, PEPs. You understand that helps you. Or someone who's infected, you start off with some antibiotic prophylaxis. Those things help you out. You understand. Uh, but as far as like, without these things, there's no other thing you can do. Mm. You understand? Yeah. Okay, so there was this post some time ago on that was trending across all social media platforms. So the guy said he there is a girl he's been, you know, trying to get a conversation with and after a while they had oral sex and yeah. at the end he had her face on his mouth. So Whoa. yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? When you're trying trying to be safe man, the problems <laughs> they get to you know that's what I was talking about before. Like you can be too safe, you understand? There is the herpes you can get, there is the human papilloma virus which you can get by contact, even oral sex. Like the layman would think you need intercourse to contact this, but sometimes you can kiss them, you have like roses on your lips, you understand? So, okay. yeah. Alright, so random question here, yeah, this has always been on my mind. So, uh, when it comes to blood transfusion, yeah, yeah so the blood is cringe. Uh-huh. You know, in case of any kind of infection, yeah, sure. and it's clean, you know, yeah. it's cool. So, um, and you know, the blood is delivered to the recipient, so the person gets it. Yeah. So, what happens when maybe that was the window period or maybe the incubation period for maybe say HIV? Yeah. And then it passes the screening test because yeah. I mean, it's not coming up on the blood, yeah. and then the person now has HIV. Like, yeah. what does the person do? Like, Whose fault is it? It's hard to avoid. Things like that, like when we look at, okay, let's ignore the blood banks. Like the blood banks sometimes blood stay as long as possible, so you can you you screen and check if the blood has any problem. But now, let's say I'm with a friend, we have the same blood group. He's in need of urgent transfusion here, and I'm in my window period. 
Yeah. So he gets the, of course you can't be too sure. So that's where the problem comes in, you mm. understand? So the person has to yeah, yeah. treat so things were shocking in Virginia, like how did that happen? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, there's this thing that has become extremely popular among people that are having sex. So, yeah. there are, as, as I said, sexual practices. There is the spanking, the choking, uh-huh. and all of that. You know, I'm sure like you go wow. choke person picking, you go, you go and ask a question yeah. for much. You know, at the police uh, station. So, what is the proper way to choke someone? <laughs> to choke somebody. Yeah, like just for <laughs> not to. Pass the person out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just mm-hmm. dress it so you don't end up in a problem. Man, I, you know, I don't even support choking like that, you know. Yeah. There are some people that are carried away. Let's say my plan is to just choke you with care. But then in my beast mode, I'm heading to my biggest climax, my beast climax, you know, and everything gets tightened as well as my grip. And as I'm done coming down on the climax, I realize that you've passed out. I'm like, wake up, we're done. <laughs> you know, so I can't say there's the best way. Just let it not be at the expense of the other person. Mm. If the person likes it tight, yeah, make it tight. The person likes it a little bit. I just want to say thank you for coming on this episode of The Green. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, so before we go, anything you want to say when it comes to people, to people engaging in sex yeah. and foreplay and the rest of that? Yeah. All right, I'll say do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy. Do what makes your partner happy. Don't do anything at your partner's expense. Be safe, avoid having multiple partners because there are so many diseases that could be gotten from that practice. Just be safe and keep having your fun. This is the Grey Room.